Time now for sports on 104.7 The Cave. Here's Ned Reynolds. Mike, the intern, Ned Reynolds in the studio. It's Tuesday, and the Chiefs are in St. Joseph, Missouri. Two days of training camp under the belt. Any uh, determinations from you? Have you seen anything that's blown you out of the water so far, sir? Nothing blown out of the water, but the Chiefs are pretty good. Let's face it. They're a very fine football team, probably, arguably, the best team in the NFL. Do have some problems, however, as every pro organization is going to. Kadarius Tony, apparently what he did was when they said tweaked his knee, he nobody knew this, or I'm sure the Chiefs did, and certainly Tony did, nobody else did. He had a surgical procedure in the offseason to clean up some oh probably debris in his knee. Hey, this is fairly common. And it was a routine, relatively uh, harmless uh, surgical procedure. But what he did was apparently he tweaked the incision somehow, and hey, I, I've done that myself. I know, I know how that can hurt. So I don't think it's very serious. He should be all right. Anyway, Tony probably will sit out until, oh, maybe late in the training camp, somewhere along that line. Now, as far as Chris Jones is concerned, he still is a no-show, and I think it probably has Andy Reid a little bit miffed, but it is the start of training camp. The Chiefs don't have their first exhibition game until August the 13th, my gosh, that's two weeks away, and then there are two more after that. And there, there's a long time for all of this to get resolved and for Jones to show up in camp, so it's not a critical problem. No, and I'm sure they'll come to an agreement eventually. It's all posturing, as they do in the league. It is a business. Now, as you mentioned, the Chiefs' uh, first preseason, ga- preseason game is on the 13th, which, again, is two weeks away from this weekend. Thank God. But there's actually a game before that. To kick off the pre-preseason, if you will. And it is not this Saturday. It is the following Saturday, August the 5th. Well, we're in August almost. What, what on earth? Week away, baby. <laughs> I know. What happened to time? <laughs> anyway, that first preseason game will be Saturday, August 5th. And it is the New York Jets and the Cleveland Browns. That's the Hall of Fame game. Play that at Canton, Ohio. And very, almost always, none of the star players will be involved. I don't think we'll see... Any, any big names involved in this one. But nonetheless, it is the first of the preseason games. It is on national television, and it does whet the appetite a little bit for what's forthcoming. But, yeah, it's August the 5th, and it is a Saturday night. Like I said, two weeks. Two weeks away. All right, there's a little hint of basketball with training about to begin in Las Vegas, but they are training for the World Cup. And the World Cup is in the latter part of August and September, and it's being held in Manila. This is kind of the prelude to the Olympics. It's held every, it's not literally held every year, but it is held every other year, so to speak. And the World Cup, USA is the reigning champion of the World Cup. Here's the deal. The the World Cup team is all NBA players, but they are not the big names who you might expect. They're good players, very good players, but they are still not the LeBron James and the Stephon Currys and people like that. It is a couple of notches below. Now the USA Basketball Committee has uh, their select team, which is also all NBA players at probably the rookie or second year level. And that select team, which will provide the backing for any injuries, hopefully none, but any injuries or whatever that might take place. And it also serves as the practice team for the uh, World Cup for the regular team. So they begin their drills all next week in Las Vegas. The USA 
Uh, World Cup team does have an exhibition game against Puerto Rico, and I believe it's also August the 5th, as a matter of fact, that the first exhibition game is played. But these are all a series of exhibitions until they get to the regular competition, which is in beginning on August 20th in Manila. And even with a backup NBA team, USA should be pretty good, but we'll see. The, so are the international players. Oh yeah, and each each uh, team has got some studs on there, and uh, that's a good thing. It just helps the competition be better. Of course, we want the USA to win. But uh, <laughs> how did the Cardinals make it out in the desert last night? Won their opening game, coming from behind with a five-run rally in the ninth inning. The Arizona Diamondbacks imploded, is what they did. Their bullpen was awful. Cardinals were trailing six to five going into the ninth, but the relief pitching loaded the bases and with hits and walks and all that sort of thing, and the Cardinals got the key hits. Uh, Goldschmidt had a key RBI single to tie the game, and then Tyler O'Neill broke that tie with a two-run double. Cardinals win 10-6. Interesting story here because Adam Wainwright got the start. This is his first start in about two, two and a half, three weeks since they put him on the sidelines, and he did not get shelled. He did give up two runs. He only pitched five innings. He had a prescribed number of pitches. Uh, Threw about five innings, allowed four hits, two runs, four hits, struck out three. But it was not the Adam Wainwright who we'd seen in the last couple of weeks. It was a much better, much more controlled Adam Wainwright. So maybe he can come back and get those two wins that he needs to get to 200. That, That is his goal. Get to 200, then he retires at the end of the season. He pitched all right. So it's a 10-6 win for the Cardinals. They're 11 games under 500, still 11 games out of first place, and 61 games to go. It's good to see Wayno had a lot better day in the desert yesterday than I was kind of thinking he was going to. So that's good. That is a good thing and good momentum. How the Royals do in Cleveland? They won. Kansas City gets a 5-3 win over the Cleveland Guardians, and the key point here is Salvador Perez. The old pro catcher hit his 200th career home run. That's a big deal. And the Royals played well. Kansas City plays well. They just don't have the uh, component parts to be a consistent contender yet. I do think they're going to in the coming years. They've got to get better, and I think they will. And Kansas City gets a nice win, 5-3, over the Cleveland Guardians in Cleveland. Love to see it for Kansas City. Last but not least, Kind of getting a feeling that there is a little bit of a changing of the guard when it comes to uh, Major League Baseball and some of the, of course, you got the top teams that are usually there, at least the three or four, but there are some new blood in there, don't you think? And that is where the key comes in. Yes, the Atlanta Braves are number one, and there's no arguing that. They're the best team in baseball without question. I know that's an arguable point with a lot of folks, but Atlanta is really, really good, and they're the number one ranked team. Number two is the Baltimore Orioles. Here's a team that's been struggling for the past couple of decades. They've had over 100 losses at several times during this streak of really misery for the O's. But uh, the fact is they are the number two ranked team one last night, beat the Philadelphia Phillies in Philly. So this is real good. Baltimore looks like the real deal. Number three, the Tampa Bay Rays, who have slipped a little bit, but they're still very, very good. How about the Cardinals and Royals? Where are they? The 30 major league teams, the Cardinals are ranked 24th, unheard of, and the Royals are ranked 29th. Well, we've got to get some better days for the Show Me State teams. We'll see if they aren't forthcoming. Hey, we were able to talk about two wins this morning, and that is a good thing. Ned, you have a wonderful Tuesday, and I will see you tomorrow.